This is a Podcast Now production. I realize most artists, signed or unsigned, are still working a nine to five job. And for me, I just find like, how could that be possible? Because your whole goal of being signed to a label is to use- Let go of your Yeah, let go of your job and use music as your full-time job. Would anyone have, you know, survived last year's C word if it wasn't for music? Right. If it wasn't for film, if it wasn't for books, if it wasn't for all the artists that have, have constantly kept us stimulated. What benefit does all of this, you know, this technology yeah. or the way that the world is moving, how will that benefit artists into the future? Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded. <laughs> oh, well, we're back again, aren't we, Dan? We are indeed, yeah. We are indeed on our good old uh, Loading podcast. And today in the studio, we have the wonderful Bert. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime. It's actually really good to see you again because I think the last time I saw you was when we were doing all the breakout stuff. Yeah. Running yeah, around yeah, like yeah. headless November. chickens. Man, you were busy. You, like, I, you, I don't oh even, my I don't goodness. Was it November? That, it was November. November, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that weekend. I was so sick as well. Yeah. You were sick. Really sick. Man, well, I'm glad to see you better. Yeah, well, at least I'm still, at least I'm still breathing. There you I, go. I still, there you I still go. remember That's you. Just kind of touch and go at that weekend. Yeah, but you, you, miss, you miss one, but I, I came in the first night and I've looked at him. I'm like, you're deathly pale. What's going on with you? Have some water. And he opens up his backpack and it's a pharmacy in there Jeez. I'm like yeah, Dan yeah. what they's like mm. anyway the anyway, show must go on the right? show must go yeah, on yeah, but yeah. how have you been what's going on I'm good man I'm good just working 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 man audio swim Emirates Music Summit you know just just getting it be- be- before we go into all of that yep yep me and you know Bert but we our do. audience might not that's actually very true and I always uh, go in a little bit you too go quick. straight in <laughs> I go, go I straight, straight in straight our poor, for the we, killer we, question our poor audience hey, would be so like good Bert, who are you? Um, I'm Albert M. Carter, uh, uh, culture shifter. You know, that's what I like to call myself. I try to change the uh, culture in the music industry to make it more artist friendly. So uh, my whole goal is to put money in artist pockets, specifically independent artists, because I don't think that the labels are as necessary as they once were. So that's kind of the focus. And then we strategize on different ways to do that under the Emirates Music Summit. So what, you, you know, just woke up so. one day and went, mm, I know. I'm going to add more to what I already do. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's not your day job. And you pick do. a really big challenge. And a really, huge you know, the, challenge, and especially in this region. Yeah, how, yeah. How, did, how did you get there? How did, you, how did this all start? Um, actually, man, even in the States, so I was doing this. I was working with an artist called De Niro Farrar um, at the time, and it was just saying like, how the labels were doing him. So he was signed to uh, Vice Records and Warner Brothers. And uh, at the time, it was just like, you know, he was still kind of, trying to make ends meet you know he had a, a song that was gaining traction on the radio and all of that but it just he still didn't have money in his pocket the way that he needs excuse me i hope i ain't telling his business like that but but it is what it is you know support, he, he's doing better you're now supporting, you're supporting. yeah yeah so it was just saying that struggle that he went through as a signed artist being signed to a record label and how record labels are doing and then i moved out here right so i moved out here about five years ago and i just got acclimated with the music scene here and um I realized most artists, signed or unsigned, are still working a nine to five job. And for me, I just find like, how could that be possible? Because your whole goal of being signed to a label is to use- Let go of your Yeah, let go of your job and use music as your full-time job. And so when I seen that wasn't being done over here, it was just kind of sparked 
ideas in my head, like how can I help improve? I'm always a helper. I'm a solution driven person. So my goal is how do I solve the problem that I see? Mm. You know, I wish I could do the same thing for me. I wish I could solve my own problems <laughs> the way I see, you know, solving everybody else's. But yeah, that's that's kind of where it stemmed from. So what is the problem that you see? Like, why is it so challenging here to be yeah, to be able to do that? You know, you um, it's a combination of things, to be honest with you. It's, it's uh, education process for artists. I think that is, you know, in the UAE specifically, you could fast track your way to um, clout stardom, but not fast track your way into a monetized situation, right? So you could be a big fish in a small pond, but still not be able to live off of your craft. So that's one of the things, just like education. Number two is like the royalties. So you have the legal situation that may be a little different. different. And then you have innovation. Like the innovation is, is kind of, it's there, but people don't want to be the first to do it because they kind of like are scared. They think about how people are going to judge them or whatever. So they don't want to be like the first ones to do it. They want to wait till it proves successful somewhere else in the world and then they bring it to Dubai versus being innovative and kind of doing it first here and then bring it to the rest of the world. Are you seeing so, that? Are you seeing a shift in that though? Yeah. Is yeah. it starting to turn that that innovation is starting to grassroot from here? I see it now yeah. um, more than I've done more than I've seen it for the last three three to five years from an artist perspective. I see it for sure, um, but that's mostly due to the situation that we're in. You have no other option but to kind of be innovative. So. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I think out of these pages of turbulence. Obviously, we don't want to talk about the C word. Right, right, right. No more, no more, no more. No idea what you're talking about. No idea. But, you know, this is where things really do innovate and things change and things yeah. evolve. And, mm. you know, things grow out of the, the ashes of necessity, the challenges man. and necessity and the, yeah. the things that we've been through. Yep. For sure. Well, it does. Yeah, it does uh, breed creativity. Yep. You know, when you, because when you, you really got to think outside the box, you know, right. you, you sort of wake up, don't you? Yep. And, and especially in a country like this. So, you know, normally poverty breeds crime, right? That's just kind of like whatever it is. But you, when we live in Dubai, like the criminal aspect is cut down dramatically, like from what you would see in other, other places. So now you have to be legally uh, innovative. And that requires a certain level of like, you know, brain power and a certain level of, of hustle for real, for real. At the end of the day, it's just kind of um, you, you, you have to navigate waters very differently than you would anywhere else in the world. So I think the innovation, like uh, uh, to your point, I think the innovation aspect is growing here in Dubai for sure. Do you know, we, I was at a conversation the other night um, and it was really interesting. It was with some key figures within, you know, like government and tourism and stuff. Mm. And they were talking about that innovation and yep. about how there's like this massive focus and shift now on that kind of entrepreneurial mindset. Yep, yep. And about, you know, retaining knowledge and retaining people yep. and attracting creatives, attracting freelancers, the nomads. And it was really inspiring to listen to that because mm -hmm. obviously these conversations are happening behind closed doors. Yep. And, you know, from the outside, we don't necessarily see them, but to have that audience and to be told about, you know, these future visions that are planned. That a lot's yep. been happening. That a lot's yeah, been a happening. Lot's been happening. If you take a step back and you think about what we've gone through in the last year, the change has been significant. For sure. And it's almost like we've gone to this reset moment where yep. everyone's at ground zero and it's time to rebuild and rebuild better. And it's mm -hmm. such a cliche. No, but it's but true. It's it true. Makes sense. It's and the, the other great thing is, is in times like these, you've got to, like, now we're turning inwards, mm -hmm. yep. turning here mm -hmm. and looking for solutions locally. Yep which is 
great. You know, that's a really interesting point as well, yep. because one of our biggest bugbears for a very long time has been the constant import of talent or the constant import of, you yep. know, music artists, celebrities, you yep. know, every single brief was, can you fly people in? Yep. And the reality is, you know, we should be nurturing the artists, the, here. The artists here. Yeah. And that's part of our goal with uh, Emirates Music Summit is to track, retain and develop talent in a region. Right. So we want to kind of give uh, all of the artists the resources or show them, direct them. We not, it's not going to be handed to you, but at least we'll have the players in the, in the building and you could just come to the building where they're at and you can do your own networking. Um, so, you know, attracting that talent, retaining that talent, developing that talent. And that's what any music industry, like no matter where you're at globally, like if you look at a city like um, um, Toronto, for instance, you know, they're very, very, very hard in getting artists to kind of come there, stay there, live there, have their whole life in Toronto or whatever and develop that talent. And you don't really see that. I mean, you know, no disrespect to like this this country, but you don't really see that this country in the music industry. You see it in other areas, teaching, you know, every every everything else, but not because it's quite new. <clears throat> it's yeah. still relatively new to look at the art, the art and cultural world. Like yep. even with the work that I do, ten years ago, photography as a platform didn't really have have a space. Right. You know, um, that's that sort of come through film. Yeah. You know, Instagram. all of that, even everything. <laughs> yeah, on content creators right, and right. people content doing stuff. Because, because yeah, I mean, it they wasn't have a license seen, for Instagram. Well, it wasn't seen as a profession. Yeah. It wasn't, well, e anywhere in the world, as soon as you right. think about art and culture, they're like, it was oh, always like a hobby. Yeah, always. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, like, you know? it's, it's, it's not a respect level in arts and culture. Yeah. Of course, but do you feel that respect is starting to appear now because people yeah. are looking at it and going, okay, well, as we develop a city, as we yep. develop our community, like we really need to develop and define yep. culture. Yeah, but re respect a lot of times comes on the back of influence. You know, if you can influence a lot of people, you earn the respect by, by default. Agree. So when you have that whole influencer and you know, you see the following that they have, you can see how they can affect your business, you know, whether good or bad, then you kind of have to put some kind of respect on the, on the, on the influencer. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just thinking about another another discussion go on, I had with somebody. Go on. Yeah. Give us a tell, no, tell we me about, about your next discussion. No, not the next one. It's a previous. It's actually a friend of mine who reminded me of a drunken rant one time, and yeah. he was like, "I want to be an influencer." Yeah. And I kind of like shouted at him. I was like, well, "What do you want to influence?" Right. You know, in order to be an influencer, you need to influence. You got to have something yeah, to yeah, influence. Yeah, 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 for sure. Not just have twenty five thousand followers and you know, like a very nicely curated Instagram account, which you can easily buy anyway. Yeah. But I do feel like now more and more, especially the conversations which we're having, you know, this, right, right. You know, this discussion we're having, um, you know, music, the arts, culture, creativity, it is starting to to make an impact and it is starting mm -hmm. to influence well, come things. On. Would anyone have, you know, survived last year's C word if it wasn't for music, <laughs> right, if it wasn't right. for film, if it wasn't for books, if it right. wasn't for all the artists that have, have constantly kept us stimulated. Right. Agree, and then look, That's at, who, what kept and look us at who was hardest hit. Exactly. You know, it was the, the creative industry, the yep. artists, exactly. the musicians. Yep. And that's what forced the innovation from musician, you know, exactly. and ultimately for me, it's just kind of, that's well, where look, audio look at all the thing, yeah. yeah, look at all the things that happened last year. Yep. And you disappeared for a while, put your head down. Yeah. I, Put your head down, and you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been working hard. You've been yep. working hard on audio sleep, and yep. I want you to share because I'm like, he disappeared. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's interesting. He's been because, working real mm -hmm. hard, but it's, it's it's like when the going gets tough, yeah, the tough, tough get, get going. going. Yeah. And it's like yeah. people put their head yep. down, they disappear. Yep. you don't see them around, and they're focusing. Yep. Like you got to, you got to your mind in, into something. For me, I believe that idle time is the devil workshop, right? So when I'm like, when I have absolutely nothing to do, I find myself in trouble. Yeah. So it's like in one way or another. Don't we all? So, so yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, I try my best to keep busy, you know. So when I when 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 the big C word first hit, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. 
write a book, you know? So I wrote a book. Did you th- write the book? Yeah, yeah, I wrote it. It's, it's, uh, it, it's called Life Sucks, which stands for uh, Screw Ups Create uh, Killer Success. You know, it's like, nah, it's- yeah, yeah. Every Everybody who, when you screw up, you know, you have that chance for redemption. So I wrote the book, and then I was like, okay, I wrote What's the book. What's next? It's, st- it's because still happening. It's true, you know? though, isn't it? It's like when you screw up, though, you do actually have that redemption. You can always yeah. like, change it, make it better. You should yeah, learn yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think that you really can't have a level of success without making a certain amount of mistakes. Agree. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like unless you're born into it, and then even if you're born into it, you're likely to lose it and then kind of get it back yeah. again because you know how to do it. But, you know, without making those mistakes, I don't think you can have, uh, most people don't have that level of success. So that was like kind of the mentality I was writing from, just saying my journey, my personal journey and how many times I screwed up, <laughs> screwed up in life, you know, still screwing up to this day. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what I'm learning from my me screwing up is, is going to be way more impactful for the screw up. And it makes know? for great stories. Yeah. Let's yeah. face it. It's oh, great for sure. It is. We just can't always tell it. <laughs> not yeah, always. Sure. Keep that one hidden. Maybe not on this show. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But yeah, so you wrote a book and then? Yeah, so and, and then from there, just seeing how hard the artists were getting hit by this, they can't tour. You know, if you can't tour, your livelihood, depending on, once again, the record label, and I'm not anti-record label, I work with record labels, but at the end of the day, they're not as as needed as they once were. But um, And that's just the reality of the situation. They know that. It's not like me just popping that up out the blue but um you know i recognize that the record labels are taking a lot of the um, royalties because now artists are being streamed more because people are at home more and all that but a lot of that money if you're signed to a label is going to the label first then you it's not going to you first whereas you're an independent artist it goes to you first and then yeah you divvy it up from well, there i was gonna say like in terms of like revenue if we are streaming stuff like kind of what percentage or how much will go to an artist man it, i mean that's, that depends if you're an independent artist or a label with distributor that you're going through and all of that so that's what sparked the distribution service because i realized like trump slash year an artist any export over uh, any uh, any export coming out of the u.s was taxed 30 percent right so i created a distribution company that's here so you got a cd baby tune core distro kid that's all u.s ba- uh, based and then you have land lander and uh is another one i'm forgetting the name of it that's in the uk and um but all of them are subject to a certain amount of tax when you leave uh uk or when you leave the us so i was like okay there's no distribution services over here there's one in uh, lebanon and i'm the second one in really the MENA region and specifically one of the very first one of the uh first ones here in the in the region uae so it's just like okay i have relationships with spotify angami tiktok all of these guys or whatever let me just leverage some of the relationships and let me contact somebody who could develop technology and just put the two worlds together and that's what created audio swim you know just kind of using using a network that you have to kind of figure out where the cracks are at where 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 what what problem can i solve so now you don't have to worry about the 30 percent tax if you're an artist you know i I charge five percent but you know my services and then we have services ranging from you know full-scale label services if you want to start a a record label or if you are somebody who wants to get into the music industry all the way down to pr marketing and all of that stuff so and how's it going um, it's going well. So right now we just did the update. We did our first update where we're now delivering to uh, Facebook and Instagram because it once wasn't available in this region. So now that it's available, we're able to distribute to, to those platforms to get it on there. But that was our biggest issue because everybody wanted their music on Facebook and Instagram. But in this region, it didn't work because they just signed a license maybe about, I want to say like three months ago. Yeah, it was quite recent. Yeah. Quite recent. Yeah. So um, that was like the biggest draw why people didn't want to use us. But now we did the upgrade. So we got on those platforms. And now we are working on um, 
with, with a company called Blackpool um, to get our NFT space, to get our NFT and cryptocurrency and blockchain um, stuff going on. So, yeah, so it's going well. We, we released over 200 projects last year. And I just we have an NFT. Bitcoin, this, that, and the other, and crypto. you love crypto. Yeah, 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 yeah. You lost me. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you, can you, can you, can you? Say, we need to explain that because I literally looked at you, Lily, and was like, "Yeah, you oh. looked at me, and I looked at you, and I'm like, mate, I can't help you.' Yeah, we were just like, oh, we're I, the think, old I think people. we're gonna have to go back yeah. and get yeah. a no, bit well, more. What I, what I always tell people, man, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of cryptocurrency. I like Bitcoin. I understand cryptocurrency, I'm, but I'm but not really a fan. So blockchain is the technology behind the crypto, right? Okay. So I, I like blockchain because it's hard to hack. You can't really, um, if you hack into one system, you don't destroy the entire system. Whereas okay. if you have a any other kind of um, software, you hack into one system, you can destroy the whole thing. But with blockchain, is impossible. So I don't know if you guys heard about the attacks that was happening in the US where the Russian uh, uh, guys were kind of attacking the businesses, like the pipeline, they did no the way. oil pipeline, they Those did pesky Russians. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they, 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 James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like it's literally like a, a digital war right now. You know. Oh, I mean, I can so, imagine like that's a whole different topic. But yeah, it's constant. It, it is. It is. So it's like if those companies were running on the blockchain, then they wouldn't have to worry. You hack one system, but you can't hack that the entire silos. thing because it's all around. You know, it's just like you know, if me and you are talking. Just uh, if me and you having a conversation, we all having a conversation. If somebody just, if you just drop dead, the conversation still goes on with everybody else in the world. Wow. You just won't be a part of it, you know, N not to wish Damn. death on you. But that's just the easiest way to kind of explain it. It's like, you know, the conversation doesn't stop because one person is missing from the puzzle, you and, know. And you've introduced that into the... Yeah, yeah, we're, we are. We we are um, about two weeks away from that release, but yeah. So we're, we're doing that. And um, NFTs are something called non-fungible tokens. So it's basically... Um, an identifier of a piece is like an identifier of a piece of a puzzle, and then we do royalty investments, so people are able to sell a portion of their royalties to their fans, and that way, you know, every time an artist gets a dollar, you get a portion of that dollar. So it's just kind of a way to kind of you can one build a loyal following, a loyal fan base, and two, you could build a, um, a, a real unique audience, and then you get your money up front. You actually make money, and then if the song is a hit song your fans able to make money as well so oh wow yeah 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 so got some Quite cool instant. stuff going on yeah. I, yeah. I, I literally feel like i need to do some more research on this though because like yeah. everything you're saying to me i'm like oh i don't know what this is yeah but it <laughs> like, sounds yeah. good no but it's good and it's just uh, my question and you kind of answered at the end it's like you know what benefit does all of this you know this technology yeah. or the way that the world is moving how will that benefit artists into the future yeah so um one is ip rights right intellectual property rights so now if you have a song and somebody copies your song it's it's documented through the blockchain that hey he was the first person with this song, and here you go. And there's no way to hack into that. There's no way to say, no, I created this song on this day. You created this song? No. It's on a blockchain. So you're, you're you created the song on this day, and there's no way to say you didn't do it. So you know? basically, you're introducing one hell of a level of protection for your artists. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because exactly. For, them to, to, for them to, like you said, like legally own it, because yeah. there's been many times, we, you know, I'm sure, like well, the we past. We all know with IP, it's always... Yeah, it's always such a gray area, and it's always getting messy and very expensive. Yeah, as well, very expensive. Which is, like, getting lawyers involved, which, you know, artists can't really afford. But And mm -hmm. it also depends on what jurisdiction you're in, how well you protect. 100%. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, right? Just getting um, the the legal aspect covered, and then blockchain is like, there's really no way to kind of mess with that. There's no way to kind of destroy that. It's like it's it's on the blockchain, and you can't go into the blockchain because the blockchain is by all these different people who know the same thing that you know. So it's like there's no way to destroy that. You know? Wow, it's really weird. Not weird. It's really interesting how data, information, technology yeah. is completely changing the face yep. of everything that we do. Yep.
And it's going so fast, man. I mean, just yeah. think, just think, twenty years ago, people were still listening to CDs and you know tapes, cassette tapes. As we were talking, I was thinking, oh, my first cassette tape, I had a yeah, mini disc, yep. then I had a disc CD player, Discman, like everything. And you just thought that was the epitome of technology, yeah. like our right, CD me? player. What I can go to another track when just press yeah. a button. Walk, so that walk, <laughs> Walkman, Walkman to Discman, yeah. except the Discman failed miserably, didn't it? Yeah, well, it was doing. It, it, it kept skipping. Good, no, like, it kept skipping. Then they got the anti-skip, the ten-second skips, yeah, 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 and all yeah, of that. And those mini disc or micro disc, whatever you called it. Yeah. So yeah. you just talk about streaming. I was like, what was the first streaming platform? It was illegal. Yeah, it was Napster. Napster. And every time you download something, you get a virus. Virus every time. Every like time, it's constant. Yep, yep. And then you'll or you'll download a song thinking that is the right song, and you'll get a Soldier Boy song, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't download Miley Cyrus. I mean, you know, I mean, I didn't download Soldier Boy. I downloaded Miley Cyrus. You know, whatever. We had like but, we uh, had like one communal yeah, computer between my, the entire family. So my, my downloading was waiting, listening to the radio, and p- pressing record and play at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember that. You stopped to like then, and then press pause, so yeah. you had too much of a gap between exactly. songs. Exactly. <laughs> oh, top of the, was it top of the post? It was like the, the charts on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stick the VHS in. I was just going to say, yep. I remember like we were sharing like a computer at home. Oh, we weren't that poor, but um, my mum used to no, go mental. Day, She'd be computer, like, it was, "What it have you been downloading?" Deal to have a computer. It was. It was. Oh, we're really showing our age now, really. <laughs> yeah, slightly. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, so I've it, heard. I've anyway, heard. I still remember black and white TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Man, I, I was talking to somebody who was born in the year two thousand recently, and they're they're twenty one now, right? They're twenty one. Oh my years. god, that's that's just made me feel. my my mind is blown. That's just made me feel physically. Sick, actually. <laughs> well, I was talking to them about like technology and like ways that I could help them or whatever. One of the guys was 19, the other one was 21 or whatever. And so I was like, man, literally, uh, and I was thinking I was having the same kind of um, thought. I was like, literally, when you were born, you know, we Napster was just literally about to come out, about yeah. to come out. Napster was doing it. And now you kind of streaming. And now you didn't grow up in an area where you have to worry about how do I make money for my music? Because literally your music is just online. You don't have to press up CDs. No. You don't have to press uh, press up tapes. You don't have to You don't have to even print up posters if you don't want yeah. to. You could just post on social media, everything. Oh my God, it's a bit nostalgic. Like, yeah, but yeah. I remember using, like, back in the day, you used to get like white labels. Mm-hmm. You used to like send out lots of oh like, you know, DJs and musicians to yep. get like white labels every week. Yep. And people, had, I remember like the first agency I'd work at and people would rock up like it's over the cassette and be like oh will you play my demo <laughs> yep yeah. yep it's mental it really is mental it's evolving it, really quick really quickly yeah, yeah. and it faster yeah it, it's, it's getting faster and then it's also you know um it's harder to kind of separate what is good music now because if music come at such a rapid pace you might listen to a song for maybe one two three times max now unless it's your favorite and it's song and then it's like you forget about it you or know? something else comes in yeah but that's an interesting point because we're living in such a world which is content driven constantly yep, yep. whether it's like and this you know, instant, podcast. Instant, instant gratification instant, yep. instant. it's yep. got to be instant well, it goes back to the comment we talked about earlier it's like for me personally, I've kind of got to that point now. Where I can't remember what I've listened to or what I've done. Right. You're constantly being bombarded can't with remember information. Remember what I did yesterday? Mm-hmm. That's your age. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't want to say that. Maybe. Maybe. I know you can kick me now for that one. Oh yeah, you'll keep. You'll keep. You'll, next, you next time. But it's true though. Yeah. Like, and the, the the rate of change is so rapid. It and is. Information. But going back to your point. You know, we don't know what's good music is because I think we're being bombarded constantly by content. And, and trends change literally like every three months. Yeah. Like, so what was good to me like three months ago, I probably don't even want to hear no more. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just because I heard a new song that if I want to spend, tw- if I have 24 hours in a day to listen to music, 
I'm probably not going to listen to this song I heard three months ago. I want to listen to the brand new, at least for me, because but, I hear music so but is often. It also, but is it also the fact that we're no longer being dictated to what is trending? Well, we are, though. Be- it's just called playlists. But the, the, the options <laughs> yeah. of where you can hear your music is so vast now. Yeah, like yeah, back yeah. in the day, it was like whatever. Well, it was whatever the, like, let's go with radio. It was you can listen the radio to whatever you want played. now. You can listen exactly. to whatever you want. But then if you want to discover, excuse me, if you want to discover new music, then it's like, you know, the, the playlist is the new radio. Yeah, true. You know, so you have true. like a Spotify playlist and it's the same thing as if you were listening to 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 radio True. but now you're able to make your own playlist so you you listen to their playlist oh i like this song i'll mm. add it to my playlist and now you have your own kind of radio station and, and you're able to hear hear what you want to hear yeah but because we do have so much choice how is that influencing what type of music is coming out you know like because uh, people jump on what sells the most you know what i mean yeah. oh this is selling right now i want to sound like this you know what i mean and literally it's like it's, and it's, it's like, a copy and paste like that. that's why when you hear artists right now specifically in hip-hop and r&b you don't know who's who i don't know who's who i'm like you sound like this guy you know what i mean i didn't yeah. know this was anybody else different you know because it just sounds the same and that goes back to the whole instant content driven yeah. everything everyone wants to be an influencer we were talking about that yeah mm-hmm. you know everyone like now anyone can be a celebrity yeah Yep. Well, not anybody. Well, not, not anyone, but, but what I mean is, like, as Bert was saying... It's easier. Anyone can think they can be a celebrity. Right, right. Cut and paste. Yeah, but but it's, it's, almost, it's almost like a... Uh, I don't want to curse, but it's almost like a... a, 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 a it's almost like a mind fuck, right? Yeah. Because people buy followers so they can feel famous. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, you're not, though, because the people aren't even real. Yeah. But in their head, it is. And you're kind it's, of like self-perpetuating that myth. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, but, but the thing is, people don't realize, like, even now, right, in 2021, they have, like, different instruments that can seek all that bull crap out, right? They can, like, say these are fake followers, these are real followers, whatever. So you're buying, you know, 25,000 followers, just using that number from before. Like, you're buying 25,000 followers. Everybody can see that it's fake, but in your mind, you're still living this... Oh, I got all these amount of followers. And then when it goes down to brands and stuff, brands might buy into it for the first, but brands are going to look at results. So you don't want to destroy your name like that. You know, like I know I work with a lot of artists who has a massive amount of following, but they can't fill a venue. So it's like, you know, if you got, let's say, 100,000 followers on Instagram, you can't get 100 people into the place. And if I'm booking you for a show, I'm 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 pissed because yeah, now I course. can't get my money back. You know, yeah, there's so, no return. There's no return. Yeah, so it's like very difficult to kind of navigate those waters of uh, of of what's reality versus what's. BS. And I think I think that's getting harder. Yeah. And again, going back to the earlier point of like just being bombarded, we don't know what's good music. Right, right, right. Because you know, it's just it's constant. Always. Yeah. You know, so we're kind of living in that world where we don't know what's real, what's good, what's bad. Yeah. What's true. So what's our own opinions? You know, it's hard to even formalize your own opinion because you're constantly getting marketed to every everywhere we look around. And then you you're in that kind of echo chamber. Yeah. And whatever you're liking or following on social media or whatever, it's a whole different topic. Yeah. But you know, you start to to get information that's only related to your particular viewpoint or taste. Yep. So how does that how does that come how does that work with your platform then? Mm -hmm. Well, as far I mean, as in who you who you bring on and like, I, I bring on any and everybody. Okay. So you can, for far as a distribution service or consultant, you know, I anybody could come. I, okay. I, I'll, I'll take anybody. But as far as like what I'm going to put my name, my personal name attached yeah. to, yeah. I'm, I'm very selective. Uh, <laughs> very selective. Yeah, because you only get one reputation, one name. You know. So um, as far as like distributing, anybody can distribute, and I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll support it on a distribution side, but. Um, just because I want, I, I want, I want artists to come. I want people to 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 get their music heard at the end of the day. But 
Yeah, you can just come on. <laughs> they can and just they, come and on. And they are coming, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah, are we, we, we did over two. Good. Yeah, it's going. It's okay. It's okay. We did over two hundred projects last year. Um, that's great. This year, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It could it could do a lot better. Um, but that's from a, a different levels of it too. That's from full label services all the way down to like distribution. So now I want to focus more on distribution, and then I want to start focusing on the uh, blockchain stuff when that gets uh, available. Um, and we work, like I said, we're working with uh, Blackpool who has a coin called uh, Black. Uh, I'm sorry, um, audio coin. Um, so audio swim, audio coin. We don't own audio coin. It's just we're, we're, we're helping them out. But uh, it's more so the NFT stuff that I'm looking at, more so the IP protection stuff that I'm looking at through uh, blockchain. Nice. And so what about the future? Like what's, what's coming up? Damn it! I was going to do the wrap-up question. I can see a voice was there. I'm going to get it. 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 All right, you take it. We're very competitive. No, the future is looking bright. You know, I feel like my goal right now is to become the number one distributor in the MENA region. Like kind of taking, not taking anything away from like what... I was just like, who is number one now? Right now, it's still DistroKid. They okay. they offer the best deals. To be honest with you, um, you know, but I'm right there with them. We offer the same kind of price points, the same kind of everything, and we just just introduced um, mechanical royalties. I mean, mechanical and publishing, um, PROs or whatever. So um, performance rights and mechanical publishing. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, we're the second um, distributor, the second person in the region to do it. You have um, one other distributor. I mean, not distributor, but you have one other um, publishing company in the MENA region, but. Or UAE. Nice. Region, so. Go on, I'm going to let you up questions. I can see. Uh, my, no, you took my question. What? I was going to say, go right. Whether I think we need to start thinking about, you know, starting our own, you know, music label. Yeah, start a label. You, you guys should start a label. I need to learn about blockchain. <laughs> I hear about blockchain and cryptocurrency, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking if, about. If you guys start a label, well, we can know, support they, you with they, the distribution. They, you know, will take anyone's. No, you can start a label. So there's hope for us, yeah. yeah. No, but with distribution, it's just to get your music on the platforms. There's nothing really Whether to it. It's just it's literally you go. It a different thing. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't support in that. I can't make it. But I can guarantee that nobody would be downloading me singing. That's yeah. for sure. Like, even my mother would not do that one. Yeah, me either, man. I, I had a rap album that come out. Like I was testing the platform out, right? But I recorded a rap album maybe about 2004. Right, and I was like trying to be, you know. No like way, we're gonna have out. to dig this up. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's out there, it's out in the world, you know. But um, yeah, I recorded a rap album as I was like testing out my platform to make sure it worked. I was like, you know what, let me just re-release this <laughs> and see what happens or whatever, because it never was digital. It was like on MySpace, like you know, back way oh my back. God, then. Jesus. Right, right. <laughs> I was just about to say you should probably try and get feedback from the people born after two thousand. Jeez, that completely. Blew well, no, my I was. Old, I, I got, I got feedback, and I it's completely old school, like what they listen to now. But then they also say that Soldier Boy is old school to me, so it was like really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my like, god! <laughs> like, so, I'm just sat here, like my mind well, is blown. I'm like, on this like, wonderful, what? wonderful note of realizing that a kid born in the year 2000 is now 21. I get Stevies from people born in the year 2000. I'm yeah. like, oh my god! Like, I've literally turned into like a middle-aged dad. I'm not dad. <laughs> now, nah, but we only as young as we feel, man. You know, age, age <laughs> 85 is, uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me it, again tomorrow. Age is different now, man. You know, I feel like the it's older just a number. Yeah, it's just the number, and it is is what we do, what we want to do with our time. I think at the end of the day, our experiences count for a lot. So if we use our experiences wisely, we can actually regress and age like in the way we do things, you know. So maybe not physically, but definitely in a in a mental. You only as young as you feel, you know. Indeed, and indeed. That's a damn good point to finish yeah. on before <laughs> oh, we mess it, it 
I was literally about to say the same thing. I was watching. I was like, I'm going to get in. I'm going to get in. That was that was an awesome. I'll let you have that one. It was. Thank you so much for coming and talking. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, we're looking forward. We're looking forward to seeing your successes. And big shout out to you guys, man. You are amazing, Dan. I've been following you for a while now, man, and I I seen you know the progress, and I continue to see the progress, and it's you're really a true inspiration, man, for real. You know, so it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's work, you know. It's nothing comes easy, you know. And Lily, I appreciate you as well. Thank you so much for all of your help for everything that you've done. I know know, we've had some fun. Yeah, yeah. We've done, we've done. (laughs) But also, that's twofold. You know, appreciate you know you guys as well because you know it's such a great industry that we work in. Yeah. And you know it needs people to drive and to push it forward Mm -hmm. and be the change makers. And I really think that's going to start happening now more so than ever. Yep. So I think I platforms like this and conversations and the stuff like you guys doing with Emirates Music Summit. Straight up. You no, know, yep. it's incredible. I think, you know, once we get through this kind of little weird period of time that yeah. we've been going through, um, I think there's going to be some great collaborations. Yep, yep. When we can get out there more. Yep. Um, well, we need the Mavericks. Yeah, we do. We need the Mavericks. Now's the time the for the Mavericks. Are, it's, it's, it's the, you know, era of the Mavericks. Of course mm-hmm. it is, because all of the dinosaurs are gone now, or they're about to go. Well, you know, yep. bring on the Mavericks. Bring on the Mavericks. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Thanks Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded.